1: the time to get distracted. This is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. destiny, destiny. It's too important to give up for anything.
2: God bless you. Truly we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of uh, radio we thank god for this opportunity amen we do we counted a blessing as well as a privilege knowing that it's god's mercy god goodness that we are here today to be with you amen we want to thank god for our dr brunswick brother brunswick amen 15 blaylock street amen having Sabbath services starting at 11:30 and his theme uh, I would shouldn't say a theme but what he stands on no more church as usual amen I would the youth that are in the metro area here please check him out and see what he can be to you, and how he can help you. Amen. That's what it's about, him helping you. If by chance you say, well, uh, I want to know some more information, Brother well, well, you can dial him, Brother Brunswick, at 404-202-7064. Take the time out to dial that number, that's 404 404- 202 7064. And if you dial him and ask him, you can ask him, well, What was Brother Ware talking about? No more church as usual, and so on and so on. Uh, explain that to me. He'll be more than happy to explain it to you because that's, that's what it's all about him getting you to know the truth. That's what it's about. You knowing the truth and you knowing the direction that the Lord would have you to go. Amen? Amen. Uh, At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you in the things that's being done and how you are doing it. Father, we thank you that you included us giving us an understanding, open up on our understanding that we might go forth and do the will, begin to be that light to those that's walking in darkness. Oh, God, we ask you to just bless us that we too might be that one, that someone may look upon us and see you in us. God, we thank you. We praise you. I ask you to bless the broadcast today. Open up my understanding even the more as I bring forth the word. God, I ask you to move in a special way that those that are listening, that their understanding might be open, that they may go forth and grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in your word. That one that's just confused, God, open up their understanding that they may go and be all that you have chose them to be. We thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. In Jesus, to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. I tell you what, I'm thankful. I really am. I'm thankful that God enabled me to be here today. I want to say to those of you that's uh, uh, looking and listening to me and, by way of Facebook, Please jot it down somewhere that next week and the week that you don't see me on Facebook, you can be able to go on Love860. Very simple. Just like you got me on Facebook, you can go on Love860 W A E C dot com and pull me up next week from uh, and, and other weeks that you don't see me on. Facebook, because um, my timing that I might not be here by way uh, in person, but the broadcast going to continue to be on. So please put in love860.com on your phone, same way, just go on your phone and put it in at six o'clock and pull it up and say, listen live, and you'll be able to hear me because even if I'm not here, I will have an up-to-date message. Every Thursday, you can be able to get the message. And, oh, man, I was on my way here today, and the brother, he was very encouraging to me. He called me he said, Brother, where I heard you on the air, and I just want you to know that you, I was a blessing to him. He was a blessing to me. And, and you might say, well, how is that? Well, when I'm sitting here behind this microphone, I don't see nothing. Well, I do see a few people that come on the uh, Facebook, but uh, because I wear glasses, those of you that know me, I can't see the name or nothing. But I only know about a couple, a few people listening and whatever. But guess what? When somebody pick up the phone, and love me enough to call and say, Brother where I appreciate that message. That message was a blessing to me. Or it caused me to grow in the Lord, it caused me to seek the, uh, the Word of God, it caused me to look at the Bible even the more. And that's what it's about, believers. It ain't about trying to get you to join up with my little group and join up and do what we are doing. I know it might seem like that, but that's not it. I'm not here for that. I'm here to get you to grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in the Lord. I'm here because I believe God would have me to be here for such a time as this, in spite of what somebody else is doing. I used to focus on what other people's was doing more so than I was focusing on what God would have me to do. And what God would help me to do is to let the peoples know that truth that he has given me. Now, if I know that truth and I'm talking that truth that God has given me, then that's what I should be focusing on, not focusing on who did this and who going to do that and who might be doing that. And, yeah, we do have false prophets. False prophets have been around ever since Christ, uh, well, ever since the world has been in existence. The devil played the role of the false prophet when he told Eve, uh, you will not surely die, for God knows that you will be just as wise as him if you eat the forbidding fruit. Okay? That's been going on, and that's going to be going on all the way till the Lord come back for the church, till we come back and go back with the Lord. That's going to keep going. So we're going to have these false things. But you ought to, those of you that's really listening, you ought to thank God that you have enough knowledge and enough wisdom that God loved you so much that he pulled you out of that. Because a lot of people really think that's what it's all about. They want to think that praising uh, the man, praising the woman, and praising the building and praising that, that's what it's all about. And, and, and they are uh, really doing it. Don't say that. Well, I don't see how they can do it. Listen, those people's, and I know some of you that can't remember it, but those people that was with Jim Jones, they really thought he was teaching them truth. And they thought that the world was persecuting them. So they wind up drinking the Kool-Aid. Now, just as easy. So, oh, I wouldn't have it wouldn't happen to me, brother Well. Yes, you say that. But guess what? Why are you saying that? The enemy can come in and do the same thing. The enemy can come in and at the same time do the very thing. Have you drinking the Kool-Aid? No, you might not be dying physical. Uh no, ma'am, no, sir. I'm not saying that. But you will drink the Kool-Aid or deception. You will begin to believe that this is right for you to be called this or that. Or you you will drink the Kool-Aid that uh, you got to be a member of this particular building. If you're not a member of this particular building, then uh, everybody else is wrong and you all is the only one right. It could be that. I don't know what it could be. But the Kool Aid could be anything that will pull you away from the grace of the Almighty God, the grace that He shared upon you. I know the scriptures say, uh, and and we uh, said, the scriptures say that uh, whosoever will, okay, let him come. But whosoever will is not whosoever will. It's those that have been chosen that will come to the Lord. You say, but everybody can come if they want to, but they don't want to. No, no, no. Everybody don't have the mind frame. They don't have the mind concept to receive salvation. They don't. If they had the mindset to receive salvation, then guess what? They would receive it. Not everybody, but Some of the people, some of the people that hear them, the Bible say, uh, Jacob have I loved, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. He said also in the same scripture, the ninth verse of the book of Romans, I have predestinated them. Some people is not predestined. You say, well, brother, well, now you're going to another teaching. Listen, everybody cannot receive the message. Uh, if it was, we all would be serving God, and it, I'm talking about. You can talk the same way about driving. Everybody ain't gonna drive, and you say everybody should listen. Some people don't want to drive. They don't want to get on the highway. They think it's uh, out of order for them to be on the highway and and risk risking their life. They would rather ride the bus, the train, the Uh, taxi and let somebody else do it. So so as it is in that, so as it is with other things. But I want to talk to you briefly today. I was reading a portion of scripture. Sure, you're familiar with it. But I would like like for you to uh, give yourself an answer. Not me, but give yourself an answer. Hebrews 9, 27. It says, And it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that is judgment. Right there, it is an appointment. The appointment that you had, just like you had an appointment to come, you had an appointment to be born, you had an appointment that regardless of what your mama, your daddy was saying, they They was having a little fun and come you. No, no, no. It wasn't an accident. It was ordained of God for you to be here if you're here. And it was ordained of God simply because of the fact that the Lord looked at you. The Lord looked at you and and, uh, uh, the Lord had you appointed to come forth at that time. And if he had you appointed to come forth at the time, trust me, you arrived on time. According to the doctor, you might have been late, you might have been early. But according to the scripture, you're, you arrived on time. Now, guess what? If you arrived on time, trust me, you will depart on time. I don't care how smart they get. I don't care. I, I remember I went to go pray for this lady. And before I could get there, she had already uh, passed. She had already passed, and they had the machine. This matter of fact, it happened twice. It was a lady, and it was a, a young man, and they had asked me to come and pray for them. But before I got there, they was gone. But they had them hooked onto the machine, and the machine was had them still pumping uh, breath into it. It was coming in, it was going out. So you look at them, you would think they was alive, but they was uh, gone on. They was completely gone, is what they call, they was brain dead, but they was completely lifeless because the peoples happen to have been an organ donor, and because they was an organ donor, then they kept them alive enough, long enough, so the family can, you know, see them and the family get out. Then they take them in a room, and then they begin to remove the organ. Now, but according to us, according to me, uh, uh, the first time, because this was a while back, the first time, I didn't know any better. And they had told me to come and pray, and I didn't see the family. So I went into the room, and I'm up here praying, and all of a sudden, uh, I'm seeing them breathing, thinking that was it. You know, hey, okay, God, raise them up and all this. And then finally the, one of the sisters come in and said, she gone on. I said, huh? She said, she's gone on. I said, wait a minute. Now I, she's still breathing. Why are you going? No, no, no. They already, we already done called the family. We down at the family room. And I wanted to come back to let you know that she had gone on. Now, what I'm saying, they couldn't control that. They couldn't do anything. That person checked out of him regardless of what they had, uh, they the machines or whatever they had. Now, let me say this. When that person check out of him, that person checks out into slips, leaves, Uh, time and step into eternity and that eternity have a time frame yes not according to brother well it's a time frame in that eternity that they going to stand before God and when they stand before God then they're going to find out according to the scripture as what was written let's see what revelation revelation the 20th chapter and i'm going to start reading i will yeah i start at the 12th verse it says and i saw the sm- i saw the dead small and great stand before god and a book was open and another book was open which wa- was open which was which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which was written in the book, according to their word, and the sea gave up the dead which were in them, which were in it, and the death, and hell deliver up the dead, which was in them, and every listen now not song, and deliver up the dead according to their wait a minute, and and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into a lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into a lake of fire. Now, whether you believe it or not, this is reality. Just as well as you are here today, able to see, feel, and touch, This reality, you're going to stand before God one day and you're going to give an account of the works that was done while you was here. What you mean the works was done while I was here? The works was done in your body. See, we have a guideline and the guideline of the work that you submit, you're going to be judged according to the very thing. Remember now, uh, some of you forget, some of you don't want to remember, but one thing about it out of everything now, I'm not uh, what I would say, degrading anything in the Bible. I'm not put, putting up one thing, pushing down another. I'm not doing that. but here's something that we all can agree on. in, in numbers to 20 in numbers to 23rd chapter, and the 19th verse says this, God is not uh, a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and it shall, and it shall he not do it? Has he spoke it, and it shall not come the path, come, uh, come make it good? Hold up. This is what God says. All right. So if God says this is um, it, if he say I said something and he expect for it to come to pass. Now, since we don't have no direction in knowing what we should do, then the Bible tell me in uh, the book again, he tell me the in, in the book. He said, Now look, I'm going to give you, God wrote it, something that only thing in the Bible God wrote with his own finger is in Exodus, the 31st chapter and around the 18th verse. And he said, He gave unto, yeah, 18, 31st verse, uh, 31st chapter, 18th verse. And he gave unto Moses uh, when he had made. The end of the commandments with him upon the Mount Sinai, two tablets of testament, two tablets of stone, uh, written how? With the finger of God. Now, listen to me, believers. I'm not trying to put nothing on nobody, I'm not trying to change nobody's thought. I'm not trying, I'm trying to tell you what the word of God is saying. God wrote the Ten Commandments that Jesus talked about, and I'm not going to leave that out, that Jesus talked about in uh, Matthew the 22nd. Now, listen to me. I'm going to get to that. I'm not going to leave that out neither. Uh, I want you to understand, if God written it, and God can't say, I'm not a man that I should lie, nor the Son of Man, because, see, Jesus repented when he made man and said, "I will destroy him whom I have created, because they don't got evil all over, and and every thought of them is evil. So therefore, the Lord repented. That was Jesus. Jesus spoke. He was the Word of God. Jesus spoke everything into existence. So now he the one that destroyed. Say he calls forth the flood." And when he called, caused the flood to come uh, forth, then he destroyed and started again. Now he said that next time it will not be water but fire. Now, listen to me, believers. I want you to catch it and catch it good. I don't want to get off of this. You will be judged according to your works. And if you're going to be judged according to your works, see, I can say anything about this and about that, and somebody say, Well, that's your opinion, Brother Ware. But then when you read what the Bible says, it's no longer Brother Ware's opinion. It's according to the word of God, not adding nor subtracting. The Bible says in first epistle of John, believers, whosoever commits sin transgress also the law. What law is he talking about? The Ten Commandments. That's all he's talking about. The 613 laws that people talk about was nailed to the cross. Jesus was the sacrificial lamb. But the Ten Commandments is our guideline. It's the speed limit for the highway. If you're driving and it's saying 65, guess what? That's the speed limit. If it's saying 45, that's the speed limit. That's what God I mean, that's what man set up. Now God got a law that set up was the commandment that he wrote with his own finger, said, Whosoever commits sin transgress also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And, and then he went on to say, and and ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins in him is no sin. So if you're in Christ, it's no sin. Now, if we got that, if we understand that, then we can understand that, wait a minute, I'm going to have to give an account one day. And and it ain't going to be what James Webb thinks. It's going to be what he thinks. And whatever he thinks, then that's what he's going to judge. That's what's going to be in the book. That's what's going to either put me in the book or take me out of the book. And a lot of people think that, well, I'm in the book and that whatever you say, it don't mean nothing to me. I know I'm in the book and I can do whatever I want to do and however I want it. And that sounds good uh, with you saying that, but it ain't true. I tell you what, when I, I'm i going to take a break, come back from the break, then I'm going to get a little further and let you see how the works was manifested and when the when i show you that the works was manifested then you can see where you stand i don't have to judge it and you don't have a right to judge anybody i'll be back in a couple of minutes god bless you
1: praise the lord my friend brother Ware will return shortly I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the Believers Walking in Righteousness and Minister Brother Will. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
2: Well, we are back. Amen. We are standing in the need to hear from some of you. We would appreciate it if you pick up the phone and uh, give us a call, go online, visit our website. We would love to hear from some of you that's listening to the broadcast. Like I told the brother, he was a blessing that I He said he enjoyed the broadcast, and he listened to it. But nevertheless, uh, you can reach us now at uh, 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. I want you to understand, believers, please keep in mind, you may not be getting me this way, all the time. So please jot down love860.com. And therefore, uh, at six o'clock Eastern, five Central, we would love for you to yet tune in. It will be an up-to-date message. I just won't be able to be here, but I'll send the message. Amen. Please let us hear from you. All right. Because it's very, very important. Uh, we will be coming some weeks, but some of the weeks I may not be able to come. And since I may not be able to come the week, I still want you to have a fresh message from the Lord, whatever God tell me. Now, as we were saying, let's get back to what we were saying. Uh, what is written in the book about you. What's going to happen? What is written in the book about you? Is it? it going to be written in the book that you did this or you did that? Because, see, we all going to rise. Let me, let me get this scripture as well. In uh, uh, Thessalonians, uh, the fourth chapter, and it says this. Uh, 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, it says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, Concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. In other words, saints of God, you don't have no business sorrowing. Listen, I thank God that I was able to do my mother's uh, eulogy, do my dad eulogy, Not because I'm so hard-hearted, I'm so stiff, and I don't cry, no, 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 no. Because I know that both of them had confessed to know Jesus as Lord of their life. So I was able to put away uh, my my moaning and begin to speak to those that was there. Because there wasn't nothing I could say that was going to change the situation from the moment they uh, breathed their last breath. So the hope that I had was not to be sorrow as others, because I know that one day they are going to stand before God, and they are going to have to give an account of the things that written in the book about them. It says, For uh, we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them Also which are asleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Listen, for this we say unto you by the word of our Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall shall not prevent them which are asleep. He don't even call it dead. They just sleep. So if I uh, go to sleep and sleep to the Lord, to the trump of God, wake me up, and I'll stand in judgment. Wait a minute. goes on to say, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, those folk, my dad that, and my deceased wife that, and, and others, people that have passed on, have given their life to the Lord, those people, only God know. I can say what I want to say. Only God know. And that's the good thing. See, some of us going to judge some people because they weren't doing what we think they should do, but they was doing what God would have them to do, the conviction of the Lord. See, it's sad when people are doing what everybody else wants them to do and not doing what the Lord would have them. See, we have a, 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 a uh, what's the word I'm trying to, we have a direction that God put in your heart. Some of you know you're not obeying God. You know that, but you want to justify it. But every time you get quiet, every time you get by yourself, that's why we want to play a lot of music and drown out that, them voices, that speaking to you, telling you that you should change, you should do this, you should do that. But we don't want to do that because we don't want to hear. But anyway, let me go on and finish this, and I, I, I'll go further. It say for the Lord himself shall saying, Okay, and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which re- which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with Him in the cloud to meet Him. Now listen, folks. I know people done took that out of the context and called that the rapture. Honey, we ain't going through tribulation. No, 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 no. Don't stop there. I'm telling you. If you read just one scripture, that do sound like what they call the rapture. It is not no rapture in the Bible. It is a catching away, and that's what a lot of people use. Let me tell you something. When the end of time comes, when the tribulation as never before, when the things begin to happen, well, brother, well, you must be one of them folks believing uh, uh, post-trip. No, I'm one that believe in the Bible. The Bible tells me that the thing's going to happen on the earth, trouble as never before. And you look at it now. Don't take Brother Well word for it. You look at the situation. You look at the problems that we are having. You look at the, the Middle East and, and the, the, the walls and the, the children being, uh, being abused and neglected. And you look at it. Look at the weather. Just everything leading to the coming of the Lord. Everything, you can go in the scriptures and find it. And that's what? God have given you time to get it together because you uh, have to give an account to what he have told you. Amen. According to the Bible, again in the book of uh, Matthews Matthews the 16 chapter listen what the scripture said not brother well listen to me now the scripture says in 16 and 20, 27 say the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angel and then he shall reward every man according to to his work. Believers, hear that? Hear that? Christ is coming back to reward us according to the work. Let me tell you something. You are not working for that. I know that we try to get everything, and we miss, we miss out because uh, we feel that, well, I'm, I'm trying to work for the Lord, and I'm going to get me a, a different position. no. First of all, we're all going to get what he promised us, and that was eternal life. He even put a parable. Here it is. I'm not going to read the whole parable, but I'm going to uh, say it. And, uh, he said, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a man. Uh, I'm reading from Matthew's the 20th chapter, uh, and beginning at the first verse. He said, For the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man, That is in a household, which went out early in the morning and hired laborers until his vineyard. And when he has agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them in the vineyard. Now, I want you to catch this and you can read the whole story. I'm not trying to uh, skip over to do this. But uh, I am on a time frame, okay? So uh, anyway, uh, he hired some people. Say, look, come and work for me early in the morning. And he told them, say, listen, go in my vineyard, and I'm going to give you a penny to work the whole day. Then he didn't have enough people, so he went back. You'll find in the third verse, he said, then he went out about the third hour. And saw others standing idle at the marketplace, and he said unto them, "Go also in the vineyard." So he came a different time. Listen now, God come to different peoples at different times. It's people. Listen, it's been preachers that stood on the word of God. They gone in the glory now, but they came at the time where it was high. And then all the way down at the 6th verse, you'll say, In about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing idle, and said unto them, Why stand ye all the day idle? They said unto him, Because no man have hired us. He said unto them, Go into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall be ye receive. Now, this story is a little deeper than where I'm going, because what happened is they all he all agreed with every hour. And see some of us now, that's why we wind up putting titles on ourselves. We're putting a title because we feel that, hey, we owe more, we more anointed. We more this, we are more that. No, 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 brothers and sisters. We are called by God to be the vessels of God, and we are going to get paid eternal life. The eternal life you earn as you begin to go forth in an act of obedience, in an act of holiness, living according to what the scriptures have said, not what somebody else said. It ain't ain't about the church you're affiliated with. Yes, I know some of the churches are not uh, teaching holiness. I already know that. You do too. But you shouldn't worry about them churches uh, uh, teaching and what they are not teaching. No, ma'am. No, sir. You don't do that. You worry about what God told you. See, so many people's now focusing on other people, you don't realize what's written in the book for you. What's written in the book for you, you're going to have to give an account. If you are not obeying God, it ain't about the other people. Yes, they might have was called at 9 o'clock early part of the day. They might have was called around noon. They might have was called around 11 hour. Uh, It doesn't matter when they was called, but they was called. Now, why is it that we put so much emphasis in, as I said. We put too much emphasis in trying to prove to somebody else who is right and who is wrong when we got peoples all around us uh, going to Hades. Yes, they are losing their soul. And do you know that you're going to have to give an account? Do you know the blood's going to be required at your hand because of the fact? Now, listen, I'm not saying. See, some people can be very rude. You telling me I'm drunk, and I'm uh, and if I was drunk now. And you said, brother, where are you drunk? That ain't helped me. That haven't helped me for you to say I'm drunk. I already know I'm drunk. How about telling me how to get sober? Then you say, well, brother, where are you? you don't you you, you drunk? Uh, let me give you some black coffee. Let me wash, put your face down in some cold water or whatever to straighten you out, to get you straight so you can begin to think right. Guess what, believers? That's what it's all about, trying to help somebody, trying to get somebody to see that there is a better way. The Bible said it, good, and said, What shall a man uh, uh, profit uh, if he should? Let me let me turn to it. Uh, uh, 20 yeah there it is it says um uh, uh, 20 uh 16th chapter and the 25th verse says this save in uh whosoever will save his life shall lose it and whosoever shall lose his life for sake for my sake shall find it See, when we quit trying to do it our way, when we start doing it in the name of the Lord, see, a lot of times we think we doing it and and really we don't even have God's motives in mind. We want somebody to respect us, respect what I'm doing, honor what I'm doing. I'm this, I'm that. it, it, It ain't about that. It's about having the love of God in you enough that somebody can say, you know, I met one brother, brother, and I was in this uh, uh, this group. Man, I would just uh, condemn people. I was sending them to Hades. And in the midst of it, the brother said, "You know what, brother? Where one day you'll see I, I I ain't gonna see nothing, brother. If these folks walking and sin, I'm gonna tell them." He said, "But do that help them? Do that make them come out? No. The Bible say, With love loving kindness have I drawn thee.'" How about uh, touching them and say, God, bless my anointed. God, bless me. So when I shake his hand, when I shake a hand, the anointing of God will go forth. Don't tell me that don't work because we can see it in the scripture. When Peter and John, around the ninth hour, which is what we call three o'clock, was going into the temple to pray. The Bible say, uh, Peter told him, say, look on us. Okay, and the man looked on them thinking that, hey, I'm going to get something. I'm about to receive some money. Peter in turn said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Listen to me, folk. Rise up and walk. In other words, I ain't concerned about what you're doing. I ain't concerned about where you've been. I'm concerned about you rising up and walk. When we can begin to get people to rise up and walk, we should have the anointing that when you touch somebody, God praying for them, Lord, touch my husband, touch my child, uh, bless them, Lord, convict them because I'm, I'm, I'm touching them. And I know that in the day of judgment, I don't want their blood to be required of my hand. All right, let me go on. I got stuck there. All right. For what, uh, uh, 26 verse here, what is is a man profit if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall he give in exchange for his soul? And then he says, uh, for the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his father with his angel, and then he shall reward every man according to their work. Listen, folks, a whole lot of folks gonna have to be rewarded according to their work. Now, what kind of works are you doing? What in the world can I say um, that I'm doing? Oh, uh, I did this. I, I I drove down to Atlanta. And I, 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 I preach what I thought you gave me, God. Oh, come on. But, Brother Ware, well, what about your real works? What about the works that nobody else see? What about that love, that, uh, that understanding, that, that long-suffering, that gentleness? Where is that, where is that at, Brother Ware? Well? How come you didn't do that? Why you were so concerned about this and that when you weren't concerned about me being glorified? Listen, believers, some of you need to quit saying what you don't have to do. I don't have to keep the commandments. Listen to me. No, you ain't got to do nothing. But if you're going to stand before God one day, you got to be willing to say, I submit myself unto you, Lord, and whatever you would have me to do, I'm willing to do it. Shot down may not have to do it. Sister Walsh may not have to do it. Brother bummerbee may not have to do it. Guess what? But you might have to. you got to quit judging according to the book of Corinthians. Quit judging yourselves by yourself. You're looking at other people's instead of looking at what Christ done told you to do. If you are doing what Christ told you to do, then you are the light of the world. A city that sit upon the hill that cannot be hid. What is your words going to say when you stand before God? Is your voice going to say that you was doing it for the glory of God or you was doing it to try to prove to somebody you got something that somebody else don't have? Listen to me. I'm not disputing or diminishing that uh, you don't have to do this. You don't have to. No, 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 no. I believe that. I believe that you must. Submit yourself to follow the will of God. But I understand that if you ain't where you're supposed to be, I should have enough love and compassion to get you there. Because hypocrites and people that's walking contrary to the will of God want you to obey them and not God. No, 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 no. You can check it out. That's what they're doing. And so many people's in the churches now, They are, And and not only in church, if the one ain't in church, they are doing what? They are pleasing man. They are not pleasing God. And therefore, they feel good within themselves because of the fact that they are not doing the very thing that God told them to do. When you can see yourself and say, God, I want to be a servant of yours. Here's what you're going to say. Jesus told me that he said unto them. Uh, in 2nd chapter, uh, 37 verse. Ye should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. Folk, let me, I don't care how you put it. I don't care how you split it up. I don't care what you say about it. You got to understand that the first four commandments is summed up in that. There's no way you can say you love God with all your heart, soul, body, and mind, and you want to deliberately break one of the four and know that you're doing it. Now, some people didn't know, okay? And I'll get to that in a minute if I have the chance. Might not have the chance. But, and then the 39th verse says, and the second is like unto this, Love the Lord thy uh, love, thy shall love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments, on these two hang all the law of the prophet. Now, right quick, before my time run out, Matthew's the fifth chapter. I know you're familiar with it. Jesus said this, think not that I come to destroy the law. I ain't came to destroy the law. I came, uh, as I said earlier, If you take, well, let me go on and read. I came not to destroy the law of the prophet. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto them, till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or one tiller uh, shall in no wise pass from the law, to all be fulfilled. Everything ain't been fulfilled, folks. Let me say this, and I use the illustration, instant coffee. You put the coffee in your cup, But until you pour the hot water in it, that make it the coffee. Or you put tang drink, tang or whatever, tang, Kool-Aid, whatever. If you put it in your cup, after you put it in the cup, you ain't got rid of it. You pour water in it, and it fill up the cup. But guess what? That's what makes it good for you to drink. If you had to try to drink it before you did that, it would uh, have been rough. All right, let me get on Uh, For whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Now listen, folks, I'm not going to lie to you. No, that ain't what gets you into heaven. What gets you into heaven? What gets you in the kingdom of God if you truly forgot to, didn't chose not to surrender yourself? See, unbelief is what's going to take you out. That's what's gonna take you out. You didn't believe. I didn't. I just couldn't believe it. Okay. Well, guess what? Don't believe it. It's gonna come that day, and shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall do them and teach them, they shall be called the uh, great in the kingdom of heaven. My beloved brothers and sisters. Only thing I'm trying to let you know today: your works. You're going to have to give an account of it one day. And I don't want your works to be lost. Man, I could go on for on, but my time running out. Listen, to those of you that say you're born of God, begin to look at this situation and say, I need to be the light of the world. To those of you that's not, you need to repent of your sins and ask Christ to be Lord of your life. See, if you repent, if you surrender your life, if you do it, he'll begin to do the rest. But the bottom line, a lot of people try to join churches and get a member of this church. You get on the Urshel board, the the deacon board, and this board, and that board. And what happens is you miss out on obeying God. Obeying God is more important than what somebody else is saying. When you know you're obeying God, you ain't got to live in condemnation. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you and all that you have given me today. God, I pray that something was said that may cause that uh, those that are listening to grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in you. Father, we thank you for what they're doing, what you are doing in their heart. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, folks, believers. I want you to understand. Now is the accepting time for you to turn and about faith. It ain't about trying to impress nobody. It's about obeying God. And it's not necessary joining up with this church and that church. That ain't that ain't it. Oh, you might be this, you might be that, but that's not it, believers. What is really it is that you sit down and begin to look at your life and to see that you are obeying God in the fullness of all. It ain't, brother, Well to judge you. It ain't nobody, listen to me, it ain't nobody else's job. But guess what? One day you're going to check out of here. And one day you're not going to be able to breathe and you're not going to be able to change nothing the Bibles tell me as a tree falleth, it, so it lays. And if you cut down a tree, that tree can't move no more. It don't stay right where you cut it down. And when you cut it, when you've been cut down, you've got to do it. You got to stay where you've been. Listen, it ain't up to brother where well, it's up to you. Let me say this. Get in touch with me by dialing 404-293-7557. That's four four two nine three seven five five seven. Or you can uh, go and visit our website, please. Um, brother BrotherJamesware.org. Brother Ware is saying to you, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith. In my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
1: Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina two nine six four one. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember Ephesians one eighteen. May the Lord bless you. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressives Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the.
0: That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.